We are back live, not New York. Live in Lakin, Kansas. Yes. I'm William Schlichter, author of the Silver Dragon Chronicles, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. episode of comic pop license to read brought to you by comic pop library i'm richard along with logan here and in this episode we're going to be looking at the book broken sky by chris wooding with illustrations by steve kite and this is one that logan found several years ago when he was young and he just recently found the second book and he'd yeah. like to finish the series but this is a hard one to find evidently but yeah, we actually saw a bookstore that had the second, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh books. Oh, and you only got the second one, huh? Yeah, because I was buying, <laughs> like, all but the... Well, I bought that, another book, and three or so mangas, too, as well. You bought yeah. quite a bit there. You found It was a good store. We enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but it but was But it was cool. in Wichita, near that yep. one fairly Haven's, pricey toy uh, store. True. Haven's Heroes or something like that. Heroes yeah, Haven. it was... Across okay. the corner from that. Yep. But Logan's going to give us the information that they have on the back for us and then get into mm-hmm. the story. Kia and Ryushi have spent their childhood sheltered from the land beyond the mountains. They've had plenty of time to sharpen their combat skills, which is just as well. All around them, forces are growing that will shatter their isolated existence and plunge them into a desperate conflict. The fate of more than one world is at stake. And this is only the beginning. More than one world. That, I, yep. had, I did not read the back. That's news yeah. to me, so that must be coming later on in the series. Yep. <laughs> I just assumed it was the same world. No, there's apparently multiple worlds. Hmm. And that illustration thing was the... Beginning of the chapter or beginning of the parts. Beginning of the parts, because this book in on its own is split into three parts, and it's not actually big parts but yeah it's, it's only a 154 book. pages <laughs> yeah it's a small book but yeah and each of the parts at the very beginning have little character portraits yep which is cool i like that i enjoyed yeah. it it's kind of cool to see those and the that steve kite also did the cover and back cover too because they have Probably. images as well yeah so it was kind of cool to see those imagery and i'm going to assume he probably did it throughout the whole series yeah, probably Usually they do keep the same illustrator mm-hmm. but yeah it is a 
probably a book that would normally be read for fifth, sixth graders. Yeah, I think I got it in middle school. Not sure. It might so have been maybe, in grade school. So but maybe seventh and eighth. That, but I th- maybe third at the earliest. Yeah. Because this one, surprisingly, it is serious. Get, yeah. <laughs> for instance, the Roaring Rampage of Revenge, I think, is one term for it. To what? Roaring Rampage of Revenge. Oh, yes. The, yeah. Or Cold deciding to kill off as many of these guys as you can. True. Yeah, it, it, it's a little bit violent for a kid's book. It, does, it doesn't yeah. talk about the bloodshed or anything, but people are getting killed. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't hold hold back. And he kind of mentioned, well, let's get into characters. Do you want me to mention them or you want to get into them a little bit? I can mm-hmm. list the names and you can tell them or however you want to do it. We can start off by describing the first six characters that it gives you the names for. There's Takami, Elani, Banto, Tai, Ryushi, and Kia. And four of those are family mm-hmm. members. Banto yep. is the father. Kia and Ryushi are twins, and I'm pretty sure Takami was their older brother. Yep. And then Elani was a little girl that their yeah. dad brings back on a trip this last time. Yep. Seems to be psychic of some sort. Uh, and Ty is just... Uh, almost boyfriend, not quite. It's uh, He's kind of an apprentice he has to the interested, but that's it. Yeah, or he is kind of long. Either interested friends. or likes to be friends with him. Yeah. Either or. Not sure. But he, he's involved with the family a little bit with that because he drives the father around to different places because he's apprenticing yep. to be this a full-fledged driver of this contraption that he drives around. Yep. And they are set in the country. And if you see the, the cover, you know it's a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, country, mountainside. Because mm-hmm. they are breeders of... Dragons. Was it wyverns? Wyverns. Yeah. <laughs> wyverns. So that was kind of cool. It was like, oh, okay. The, the people are going to uh-huh. breed dragons. Here we go. And I'm just going to say dragons because it's easier for me to say. <laughs> Sorry. I know wyverns. I'll try to remember. Yeah. They are different. <laughs> and then sometime in some stories, that difference is actually irrelevant. But yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much what the first part is about, is just introducing these characters. He's come mm-hmm. home. But it ends with the... the- Empire invading, and this yeah. is their own empire. Yeah. This cool. isn't an invading empire. This is the empire they live under. True, and it's under the rule of King Makan. M-A-C-A-A-N. So Makan, is that how you would pronounce it? M-A-C-A-A-N. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So I had to look it up, so it's not really available in there for some reason. That kind of surprised me. Yeah. Makan's guards. Yeah. Has his guards, but it doesn't actually have Makan in there. But the reason they have the guards in there is, like Logan said, the Empire invades. And that's the second part of this book, is they are coming in laying waste to this mountainside breeding yeah. ranch, whatever you want to call it. Oh, <laughs> Before we get too far, though, oh yes, how the main characters have their power. Oh yes, we can go into that. Go for it. There is apparently a thing called spirit stones in this setting. Most people might get one or two, maybe three, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But Bonto springed for a full set of six for each of his kids. And which, you could buy them, evidently. Yeah. I guess. So. Apparently, Bonto was rich. Yeah. <laughs> Raising those wyverns, he gets some money, evidently. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, this is one where there is magic in the world, but I guess everybody can tap it if they have the money to get these spirit stones because they kind of augment the power. Yeah. Though it seems like those might be a get it at or near birth deal. I'm not sure if you can do it later. It's possible. They didn't really say and when they got them, did they? Apparently, spirit stones have different elements or yep. preferences. Because yeah. Kia has molding the earth while Ryushi was force Force power. blast or force blast or yeah. air blast or something. Because, yeah, it was kind of a kinetic. Or not kinetic, but... Uh, Whatever you know, yeah, kinetic. Blast. Is that what? It, okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and like I said, I'm assuming like you did that there was when they were young. Yeah, I don't know how older people would take to getting these implanted in their bodies, but but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like and they're dri- and they're deriving their powers through the ground, through the earth, for yeah. lack of a better word, because I don't know what the world's called where they're at. Yeah, because uh, yeah, even Ty has some to be able to control the. Creature mm-hmm. or the whatever machine, the machine. Not creature, the I apologize. Vehicle, yeah, the vehicle he's driving. So it's kind of has a little bit of a steampunky feel because of that too. But it's uh-huh. magically but, powered. Yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting. Everybody has one or two, but Gia and Ryushi got full six in there, if I remember correctly. And we later found out why. But first, let's go back to the second part. They have all these stones, and but. We'll get into that in the third part of why, but in the second part, like I said, they're they're that's the escape, yeah, and everything's going. The Kia really gets thrown for a loop, and she becomes dead inside, almost very cold. Yeah, because they'd already lost their mom however long ago, and this time it seems their dad is going to be. Well, I think it pretty much. Yeah, because yeah, they see their dads, or, or Kia, I don't know if Kia actually sees it, but I know Rayushi sees the dad's head being, he sees the sword coming down. Yep. They don't ever say it, ever connected, but he sees the sword coming down that his dad mm-hmm. is probably being executed. Uh, Takomi, they have no clue where he's at, or Tai. Yeah, Tai was going to try and meet up with him, and Tai actually held himself very well, I thought. Yeah, he did good. Uh, they more, and they kind of alluded that he might have died as well because but, there's no escape yeah. for him. But in a fantasy world, you never know. Yep. <laughs> and Takami, I am about 70-ish percent sure that he's the one who portrayed them. That's what I'm thinking. So we're jumping yeah. ahead a wee bit. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Because th- there's also Alani in this. Yeah. Uh, the the main the target dad, for it, it seems. Right, that seems to be the main target. The dad makes Ryushi pledge... To keep to, her safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and Kia's wanting to go save the brother and father where Ryushi's like, I, you know, dad told me to keep this girl safe. We got to keep her safe. And yep. So Kia really gets up, even brushes off her Ryushi to a degree and is cold with him even. Uh-huh. But they they escape by Ty opening the... Bull wyvern's the, cage? Yeah, the bull, of the, the wyvern bull's cage the ceiling at the top he releases with the mechanism so and they fly out on it they settle it up and go and apparently when the wyverns well they had a basically not airlock because it wasn't locking air but something like that around the bull wyverns cage to i think it was because the pheromones and the normal Mm, wyverns and something about that but yeah Yeah, that's possible they had stuff in that way to keep 
nothing from going into the cage, so the... Because Ty was trapped in the airtight room when we last see him, right? And the guards are laid waste by the dragon wyverns. Sorry. (laughs) I'm trying not to say dragons, everybody. (laughs) It's kind of hard not to. They have a few of their own, though, and they give chase, but Ryushi outruns them. I think Kia might have taken down a few of them, and Ryushi caught a few as well, but they each had gun focuses for their force bolts. Right. And Ryushi is one that can't control his powers that well, so he kind of uses his up really fast, and as you use it up, you get weaker and Mm -hmm. tired, and, you know, so that's a concern. Kia is more controlled with her power, Uh but it's still... Because she's using it, it makes her weaker. So there is that aspect of the spirit stones. It's not an all-powerful, everlasting charge that you have. You do get weak after you've used it. Mm-hmm. And you have to basically recharge yourself by sleeping and getting food and stuff. So that was kind of an interesting twist. It's not an mm-hmm. all-powerful thing, so that's kind of cool. But the third part is with them in the city. Let me see if I can find the name. I wrote it down. Give me a moment. Uh, Suami. T-U-S-A-M-I. Susami City is where they go to. And this is where they meet up with a couple of other new characters Mm -hmm. that are primary characters. And that is Hochi and Gertie, I believe. Yep. And Hochi was actually a partner with Banto with the Wyvern Ranch. Uh And he's kind of like in charge of a stable for the Wyverns in the city. And Gertie is kind of like his apprentice, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he's just a little kid. In a sense, he's a younger... Because Ryushi and Kia are like around 16. Yeah. Alani is probably around... 12. That's what I would say. And so is Gertie, I would say. About that Mm -hmm. 12, 13. This is Gertie. Maybe 14 Uh at most. But they kind of allude to, at times, with Alani that there's something going on with her. I'm not going to say exactly why. Wise beyond her years. Knows things she shouldn't be able to know. Stuff like that. So it's kind of curious to see what her deal is. And this is where Logan's little side of thinking that Takami is a betrayer yeah. because we find out that he was just introduced to this as turning 18 I think and mm-hmm. he was mostly a well they it seemed that they made a mistake introducing it to him right because because uh, what's happened is that these are part of a rebel cell and it's even mm-hmm. mentioned in this book, which really surprised me, that Hochi tells Ryushi and Kia that uh, we're rebels, but some would call us terrorists. Yep. Or he says it the other way. Some call us terrorists, but we're rebels because we're wanting to overthrow mm-hmm. the current government because it's what you've been told to all these years that all this was good stuff that McCone did. King McCone's yeah. not a good person. Yeah, there's some sketchy stuff uh, going <laughs> with his rise to power. And the two twins kind of like, huh? Because they've been, yeah. they have been raised to be good citizens of the empire. Yeah. Which, if you're planning on telling them about this giant rebellion or small rebellion, whichever, and they're raising the year, you'd think you'd at least give it some small groundwork to work with. Because <laughs> really? even after invading, was it Ryushi? Yeah, he at least skeptical. was still skeptical. Yeah. yeah. 
And Kia just wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. She was pissed because they had killed her dad and brother, basically. That's what she knew. And whether they're and dead or not, possibly we don't mom know. too. Cause and possibly mom, yes. She disappeared but, quite a while ago. But yeah, the, I'm like you, Logan. It's like, why would you wait till? Why would you let them grow up 18 years mm-hmm. and not letting them know anything about this rebellion if it's been so bad and history has been changed and then spring it on them all of a sudden after 18 yeah. years of being hammered? This mm-hmm. it's surprising. All of them don't turn. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it said it's for their safety. you're probably isolated enough that you could get away with it because i don't think they even went to town until their 18th yeah because this was yeah they were never let off the ranch they were kept there Mm -hmm. so it was really weird that and you can see like logan said the assumption is and i had the same theory i was going to ask you about it but you answered my question Mm -hmm. beforehand that takami was probably the one that betrayed him because while they're in the city they go to hidey holes safe houses and the empire knows about them yeah it's like so it's someone who's been introduced to it and takami was just introduced to it and reacted pretty (laughs) badly so yeah i haven't gotten it confirmed but it seems pretty likely yeah and even if you don't get it confirmed, that's that seems like that's how it would happen. And yeah, it seems that the stones are given in a birth ceremony called the Pa Nu Ka. Okay. Maybe. And there's also the gnomons that it's mentioned about. What's that? People who can make themselves look like other people. To different oh, yeah, that's Gertie's. Yeah, Gertie. Gertie's power. Uh-huh. He has stones, or is that just his power? Well, it's both a heritage and their specific stones. Okay. And what this, this is something I want to ask you, because this is what I felt just by looking at the covers and the illustrations, Mm -hmm. you really get the Japanese American Mm -hmm. mixed vibe. They take the Japanese manga style and kind of mix it with the American comic style Mm -hmm. and blend it. And what recently in the past maybe eight years that's been really big with Nickelodeon that has done that. Avatar. The Last Airbender, yes. Yeah. And the second one after that. Korra. I, yes, Korra. So this really f- felt like that to me. Huh. And, and, and not in I know that that's what thing. he was going for, too. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not a bad thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I saw that picture, and I was like, this... You could place this right beside Avatar as an animated series, and kids would probably eat it up. Because mm-hmm. Avatar was a little bit more serious in tone, but but it was lighthearted too. Yeah, this might not have as much lightheartedness. But no, it doesn't. Yeah. It's more serious. It's, but I can see it being mm-hmm. really reminiscent of if they did an animated series of it. That would be the style, and it would fit perfectly. And I would really be interested in having it as a series. That would be cool, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, and also because it's such a short book, look how much we talked about in this short yeah. book. It is packed full of mm-hmm. barely any rest. You're clipping right along. Yep. And we know it's at least six books long. You I think it, it was the, the first book is six books long or seven books long. And then there's two more books that are just one book long. Huh. Okay. I think uh, it's basically he did the first book in small books, and then the huh. second 
and third book he just did the whole book and then printed mm, okay. it i'm not sure though i've just right seen the what was On, it fantastic online? fiction yeah that looked yeah okay cool but yeah this is one series that logan is definitely wanting to pick up uh, mm-hmm. he just you know he was picking up other things but he did pick up the second book and he's yeah, wanting it, to keep track and try mm-hmm. to pick them all up eventually because this is mm-hmm. an older series this was copyrighted the first uh, book in 1999 i believe and maybe and it's by scholastic yep text is 99.9 the illustrations 1998 uh, so yeah so it's a few years old folks it's almost wow almost 20 years old mm-hmm. does that make you feel old <laughs> <laughs> so, so i was about four or five years old when this came out well true but you were introduced to it through a scholastic well fire. no because Oh, no, that, we must have picked it up somewhere else, huh? Because it has that retail R price thing. Yeah, it does. So, so we must have got it from a used bookstore somewhere sometime. Yeah, no clue when, though, because it's been long <laughs> enough that I have no clue. Was it? It was, it was probably... And I know that for a long time after I read it, I actually thought there was no sequel because I kept on looking for it in places and did not find anything. And apparently there's this whole series and more books by the author (laughs) that I just didn't know about. So now we got to look for them. We know of one place where we get some of them already. Yeah. So that one bookstore in Wichita. Next next trip to Wichita. Here we come. Can't remember the store's name, but we'll be visiting you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We know where you're at. We just don't know what you're called. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, it, it's a cool series. Logan's been asking me to read it for a while, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I will get to it. And then uh, I, I had a break in my reading, and I was like, let's do this. And I'm glad we did. I, I'm yeah. kind of like Logan. I'd like to read the rest of them because very good reads, even for an adult. I mean, mm-hmm. if you like fast, quick reads that has a serious enough tone, yes, it's geared for younger children probably it's serious tone middle school level Uh uh-huh that's what i'd say anyways now with this being as old as it is placing it in libraries will probably be difficult yeah but if you want to look at for it on your own and place it within your personal library i'd say go for it yeah i would too i would i would put this right next to your avatar graphic novels and anime series because it's really reminiscent of that to me when Mm -hmm. i was reading it and seeing the illustrations it's very cool. Very, very cool. I agree. And that's about it. Because like I said, this was a short book. We've knocked everything out pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's several more books long, so we don't know what's going to happen there, just what's in the first. But And there is never mention of anything other than One World until you get to the very, very back cover. Yeah, with a book description. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's not a tease that never comes to pass like we've well, discovered with some descriptions, but <laughs> uh, from what I read on the online about it, it does have multiple worlds, but yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, this is one we're looking forward to reading more of. All right, that's going to think wrap it up for us. I think we're pretty much knocked it out of the park. What do you think, dude? Yeah. I think so. Okay, well, we hope everybody out there has been having fun listening to us, talking about Broken Sky by Chris Woodling, uh, artwork by Steve Kite. So, Wooding. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So Chris Wooding is the author of Broken Sky and artwork by Steve Kite. So thank you for correcting me, Logan. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can understand how you can think it would be Wookling, but because uh, <laughs> that D is almost... It's almost like the <laughs> circle part is disconnected almost. Oh, well, that's, that's all right. Anyway, we've had fun. We hope everybody out there's had fun listening to us. We'll catch everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.